Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks today. We're so excited about Psalm 41, and with me as always is my dear friend and co-host Stephanie. And Stephanie, what in the world is going on out there in Indiana today? How's life? Well, it is cold and raining here. So we had snow last night, and it was like around 18. Wow. Today it is currently 39 degrees this morning and raining cats and dogs. So you know, it's slushy outside. No, I walked real early this morning. I walked in 32 degrees. And I got to tell you, I'm wimping out. I wear Arctic Army gloves when it's 32. When it's 39 or below, I wear Arctic Army gloves. Then I go to a lighter glove in the 40s. And uh, man, it was cold. Man, I don't like uh, cold. Yeah. And uh, kind of freaked me out, man. And uh, you know, you just got to get out and do it, man. So, uh, how's Thor? Let's do the weekly Thor update. What's going on with Thor? I haven't seen him this morning. Um, I heard him barking, getting Charles' attention. Yeah. He wanted outside, but um, he's doing good. You know, yesterday the kids were in the um, dining room shouting to him out the window, and he's sitting down there looking up at him, wagging his tail. And wow. Yeah, he's a pretty good dog. He's a pretty great dog. And so the elephant still in the room is my facial hair. Now, you got to admit, after a few more days, it's looking pretty righteous. It's looking better. It's looking better. Okay. All right. So we I can. know that I used the word righteous with it because I thought that went with food. Yeah. But it, it's looking good. There's no food in there. Yeah. I wash it on a regular basis. <laughs> I don't know what Emmeline would still say about it or Stephanie, but. Well, we might have to check with them. But. So that's all going on. So that's a lot of good stuff. So for us, we have a camp coming up the first week of February, Southland Christian Camp. Go to WoundedSpirits.com and uh, you can click on We want you to come. It's a ladies camp. But if a couple men want to come and be trained, I'll train them as well, just in a different room. And uh, we do. I'll do the preaching at night. Stephanie and Debbie will do the teaching. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to be you don't want to be left out. Next week, we're going to go through all the classes and everything, make sure everything's in order. And we're excited about that. Stephanie, are you excited about going down and seeing our friends, the Herbsters and uh, Mike and Amy? Boy, they're great people. I love them, you know? Yeah. And uh, they're they're just great people to be around. And Amy's quite a piano player, and Mike is quite a singer. And uh, I'm quite a listener. So, you know, I can hang out with them, man. (laughs) They can sing, they can play, they can. Li- I can listen, I can listen. So, you write music. So I do I write music. And I wrote that woman, uh, but her father died. So I wrote her, she's going to give me lessons online. And uh, I'm ready. Do, re, mi, oh, I'm ready, man. You hear oh, that? Oh, no. Did you hear that crystal clear voice there going on in the oh, background? Yeah, yeah it was awesome. That's going to change <laughs> everything right there. So uh, in real time, we're a couple days before New Year's 2021. So as folks are listening to this, this is going to air like uh, 
the 7th, 6th, 7th, I don't know, somewhere out there in January. But uh, uh, we just want to say Happy New Year. Uh, you know, when you listen to this, make New Year about serving God, worshiping God. Hey, folks, do us a favor and read ahead on your Psalms. Read the whole book of Psalms this year. Read the whole Bible this year. Read Psalms three or four times. So it's Stephanie and my uh, journey, our calling to finish the book of Psalms as we're going through it now in Psalm 41. And then to go from there to Proverbs. And I'm excited about that, Stephanie. I've been loving the book of Psalms. We get negative juju once in a while. So uh, I think this psalm's got a little more positive juju going on uh, uh, than we had a few in a row that were kind of negative, man. I, I was hoping I had Thor around here to cheer me up. I needed a golden retriever to be cheered up after the last few. Uh, but this one, I mean, we're starting to head to that direction, which is good. We're in uh, Psalm 41, and I'm going to go ahead and ask Stephanie to read those 13 verses, if she would. All right. Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and to keep him alive. And he shall be blessed upon the earth. And thou wilt not deliver him unto the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Thou wilt make all his bed in his sickness. I said, Lord, be merciful unto me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. Mine enemies speak evil of me. When shall he die? and his name perish. And if he come to see me, he speaketh vanity, his heart gathereth iniquity to itself. When he goeth abroad, he telleth it. All they, all that hate me, whisper together against me. Against me do they devise my hurt. An evil disease, say they, cleaveth fast unto him. And now that he lieth, he shall rise up no more. Yea, mine own familiar friend, in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, hath lifted up his heel against me. But thou, O Lord, be merciful unto me, and raise me up, that I may requite them. By this I know that thou favorest me, because mine enemy doth not triumph over me. And as for me, thou upholdest me in mine integrity, and settest me before thy face forever. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting and to everlasting. Amen and amen. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel. Isn't that something? I, I think coming right out, you know, those first four verses, Stephanie, were talking to me as you were reading them. And as you turned your head, we had a little bit of feedback. So next hey. time, next podcast, uh, yeah, as you turned your head. But uh, so, folks, we got to be honest with you. This is an uh, evolutionary type of process with the podcast where we're trying new things, trying to get the sound right, trying to get some filters and stuff. I'm looking into when God provides. Uh, there is a podcast system now. It's a couple hundred bucks a year. But right now we're worried about uh, buying the 150 bucks a year, 150 bucks a month to keep this on, 600 bucks a month in rentals. It's about 2,400 bucks a year to keep this podcast going. So if you think about that and God moves it on your heart and for the new year, you'd like to pay for a month or a couple months or a few months of other people have done. Uh, we'd love to have you do that out at WoundedSpirits.com. You can click on the Give, WoundedSpiritsMinistry.com, and podcast is one of your options. You can give a month, two, three, five. We don't care. Uh, you can give a cup of coffee's worth of money. Anything will help. And and uh, so as we were here in 41, and uh, as you were reading, Stephanie, a couple things came to my, uh, my mind right out of the way. It's talking, I think, about how we treat others. And boy, doesn't that say a lot about people? how they treat others. 
I mean, what have you seen in that? Have you seen people who are hypocrites, who uh, they make believe they're treating people good, they, they're respecters of people, and by that I mean if people have more money, they worry about them. If people have more to give them, they worry about them. If people have, have you met people like that before? Yeah, it's like the opportunists. Yeah, yeah. And the ones there. Um, it's, it's interesting, too, because what I've noticed with people who are the opposite of, of those who truly consider the poor, um, things don't phase them. It's like they're always available um, to take advantage of a situation. Yeah. And um, they'll use the, they'll use the poor for their own advantage. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. They'll yeah. use the pouring spirit for their own advantage. Um, but I love how he said, bless, says, blessed is he that considereth the poor, because I think there's a sense, um, I, it makes me think of the Beatitudes, um, where Jesus started off with, you know, blessed are the meek, blessed are they that seek after righteousness, on all of those things that Jesus mentioned in Matthew 5. There's a sense of fulfillment that comes from considering others. Um, when I look at um, different times God has laid it on the kids and I's hearts to do things for other people, the sense of fulfillment and joy God gives us from doing that. Um, there's just, you know, Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. It's an awesome and thing. That's the, It's just there is a fulfillment and a joy God gives you when he lays it on your heart to bless someone and you do it. There's There is... There's that blessing because you've obeyed. There's that blessing because you have sacrificed, you've given of yourself. And um, I think it's interesting that God gives a special promise to that person who gives of himself, the person who's willing to sacrifice for the needs of others. And, um, you know, this verse means a lot to me right now because we had um, over Christmas, the Lord laid it on my heart to... Um, do a ministry outreach to our local sheriff's department. And so now what um, did you do? Now I remember you talking about this. So what exactly did it look like? So we went out and bought, um, I was originally going to do hundred and I found out that, that, um, you know, I was used to a lot larger demographic demographic before, um, before I lived back in, um, where I live now, the town I live now. So, um, I was thinking I would need a lot more than I actually ended up needing. So we did ended up with 44 bags, which that number bugs me, but, um, cause I like, like groups of five, groups of 10, but that's how many little bags I had. So that's what we did. Um, so we did 44 bags. We did gift cards for coffee shop, a local um, privately owned coffee shop, and then um, Pizza Hut gift cards in each of those. And then I got a bunch of snacks and um, jerky and all that kind of stuff. And then we put a tract in each one as well. Um, so so, we so how much of a gift snack. card did you put in each one? Five. We did five dollars. Wow, that's awesome. So, um, so when the Lord laid that on my heart, the first thing that came to my mind was, um, you know, the bank account isn't looking full at the moment, and I just I can't afford this. You know, the devil throws all of the reasons that may be legitimate at you as to why to not do what God tells you to do, and I just was like, you know what? What's money? really in the, in the scheme of things, why, why is God given me anything? It's to do something for someone else. And so it's like, I'm doing this period. God will take care of the money. 
he's done it in the past, he'll do it this time. Within like 48 hours, I had an email from a supporting church saying, we're sending you a check, a Christmas gift, totally non-expected. Yeah. Um, and I had two people that I don't even know that sent our family Christmas gifts, um, checks in the mail. It, w- it was like double of what I needed before it was over for those gift baskets. And it was just like God said, do you understand what I'm doing, Stephanie? Do you understand that if you just obey, I'll take care of it? And there's that sense in which those those people that they were a part, it, it's a sense to me in which God is going to bless them for the part they had in us doing what we did with the police officers because they were willing to consider the poor and sacrifice of themselves. And so that just is a special thing God did in my life over Christmas that reminded me, um, do what God lays it on your heart to do for someone else. Yeah. And, and it's right. To provide. And it's so practical. Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in a time of trouble. The Lord will uh, preserve him, keep him alive. I mean, there's so many promises here for doing what you did. I, and, and, you know, reaching out to the police. I mean, if one of your kids turn out to be a knucklehead and get a speed, maybe they'll get out of a speeding ticket. Who knows? But, oh, no. Uh, and then... Uh, don't jinx me. I've never gotten a speeding ticket. I'm knocking on wood. The Lord will show. Yeah, please. You better pray after saying that. I said, Lord will be merciful unto me. Heal my soul. Those first four verses, it's it's about integrity. It's about how we treat others. And folks, we're going to move on from that. But listen, practical lesson for today. Practical lesson for this day is treat others. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Treat others. Treat others the way that makes you feel good. Treat others uh, uh, that are having bad times, that are poor, that aren't going through the best time. Go to the police station. I love it when we help first responders. That fires me up. And then we get on and we're, we're moving to these next few verses. And so we go from that integrity and how we treat others and, and doing the right thing. You know, and let me just say this, folks, that idea of respecters of people. Listen, respect everybody. You never know. What, there have been people, some of the best people in my life are poor folk. I want you to know that. Stephanie and I are kind of poor folk, you know. And here we are doing a podcast, writing books, reaching out to people. And, uh, but I'm telling you, you know, it's awesome when you get to do for others. Um yes. This year, you know, the people I send presents to, the people I love, the people I care. So Stephanie, so Debbie and I hooked up Stephanie with some presents, her kids. We love that. We love giving. We love giving to missions. We love giving to the poor. We like to have people come into our house just like Stephanie. Be that type of person, folks. God will use that. God will. And then how others treat us, I think, starting in five there, Stephanie. My enemies speak evil of me right away. When shall he die and his name perish? And he come to see me. He speaketh vanity, his heart gathering in iniquity. And then there in seven, all that hate me whisper together against me. And they're, they're, they're teaming up. And we've been there. We've been around these knuckleheads. And, and uh, we know not, we could give names right now, Stephanie, long list of names. So you're, if you're listening to us and you've been messed over, you're not the only one. If you've been messed over, there's a ton of us who've been messed over. And but an evil disease is what he called it, that cleaveth fast unto him. And in verse 9, yea, mine own familiar friend. That's the toughest one. And that just happened to me. Probably the two people I did more for than anybody ever in my entire life. I mean, 
one guy fired from a missions agency. I helped him get in, helped him with his PTSD, helped him keep missionary support, helped him get missionary support, elevated him to good places in life. And, and I mean, the guy took a knife and put it right through my heart. Another guy was fired as a pastor, all that stuff. I got him a job as an assistant pastor. He became a pastor uh, and, and put a knife right through my heart. And I think, Stephanie, we don't stop doing those things because of how other people treat us. Uh, to the contrary, we go out and look for good people. There's knuckleheads. I mean, what do you think? What is this telling us this morning? Now, other people are doing them wrong. You've been done wrong by more people than I've been done wrong. So, so what's your thought process here? on those next four verses. I mean, what do you feel about how other people treat you? Well, I think it's ironic that this starts out, this chapter starts out with David testifying to God's goodness and faithfulness to those who sacrifice for others. And then he contrasts it with how people may treat you who you sacrifice for. Yeah. And I think if, if there's something that I come away from, from this chapter, it is this, when you sacrifice and do something for someone else, you're ultimately better be doing it for the Lord and not for the person because the person may let you down your own familiar friend. Yeah. They're the ones that hurt you the worst. I'm with you sister. And I got tears in my heart and in my eyes too. And that person who sits at your table, that relative, that person could be so many people, that best friend, that the, the, the in-laws, the, I mean, we could just go on naming people that you folks know what we're talking about out there. Some of you are hurting today. Some of you have been hurt by that. And listen, this is not unprecedented. This happened back in David's time. Those people you love, those people you care for, those people you gave money to, those people you held in your arms, those people you got jobs for. And, but they're going to do us like that, Stephanie. Yeah, no, and it stinks and it hurts. But I think, again, the Lord uses David as an example for us that we stay faithful because he goes, you know, he says what's done to him. And, you know, it's ironic to me in verse eight. It says an evil disease say they cleaveth fast unto him. And now that he lieth, he shall rise up no more. And <laughs> I can picture that. very vividly and um Mm. when people seek to take advantage of you it's a feeling of betrayal yeah but at the same time david comes back to god and says be merciful unto me and raise me up that i may requite them and you know it's not that david's wanting revenge yeah but he's saying god would you raise me up so that i can serve you that i can it's almost like in a sense he wants to show these people, these people who have betrayed him, these people who have hurt him, that God is still God. He is. Amen. God is still God. I will still serve him. And it's like that's what David's out to do. And um, verse 12, he says, And as for me, thou upholdest me in mine integrity and settest me before thy face forever. You know, God holds us up. And as we serve him, as we stay faithful, as we... um you know, you make a choice whether to become a part of sin or to stand up to it. And David had chosen to stand up to it. Otherwise, you have no integrity. If you choose to go along with sin, if you choose to go along with hypocrisy, with lies, you have no integrity. That's just the bottom line. And David says, 
you're upholding me and my integrity. Because of you, I will keep my integrity. And I love how he says, and settest me before thy face forever. It makes me think of a father and a child. And how when that, you know, David talks about God holding him in his integrity. And when we're holding a, a child and, you know, we, we hold them up to our face, we hold them up to that eye level so we can look at them so that we can communicate with them. And it's like David is saying, God, you're holding me. I'm just a child. I'm weak. I'm broken. But you're holding me up before your face so that we can talk, so that we can have fellowship, so that we can have that communion and and have that relationship. And to me, that's a beautiful thing because that that is what will keep us going when we're be, if betrayed or or messed over. There it is, right there. The best co-host in the business, and uh, I, I think she's right there. We we gotta we gotta look to God. And, and you know what? We we don't quit relationships over the knuckleheads. We don't run from people. We don't hide. We we don't give up. To the contrary, we make more relationships. And in the the things of this this world, those knuckleheads will grow strangely dim. Listen, they're unhappy. They're miserable. They messed us over. They missed the boat. You know, I feel bad for people who used to be my friends and not my friends anymore. I'm a good friend. You know, even with the fur all over my face. Praise God. <laughs> And I, I want you to know, and then these next few verses, you know, they, they speak to how God treats us. And so once in a while, Stephanie gets moved in laughter. Uh, and I'm glad about I'm that. I'm talking to you. Normally, I'm not, but, I, I'm not a nasty person. I and, just am not normally a laughy person. But I'm a good friend. My wife is a good friend. Stephanie is a good friend. And uh, yeah, I, I should have brought, well, the people wouldn't see it anyway. My Clemson cup you got me for Christmas among the many box design. stuff. Huh? I, could not, I had that specialty designed. I could not find one for you. Wow. And you know what? It is special to me. It does. It means I everything. Already have your, I have your next one, too. I'm not sure it might be a. Wow. It might be better than Clemson, but. That's crazy. All right. Well, here we are. But thou, O Lord, be merciful. So now we're reaching that point how God treats us. But thou, O Lord, be merciful unto me and raise me up that I may requite them. By this I know that thou, uh, I like this, by the way, that thou favorest me because mine enemy doth not triumph over me. And as for me, thou upholdest me in mine integrity and settest me before thy face forever. That's a beautiful promise right there. Listen, God, they're not triumphing over me. I'm, I'm still going and it's because of you. You're doing this, God. It's, it's your, you're the one who's going to take care of us, not these people who badmouth us, not these people who are trying to backstab us, not these people who are behind us, not these people who lost their place in our lives, not these people who are knuckleheads. It's all about God, and uh, that's pretty cool. And, I mean, how do you feel about that, Stephanie? And uh, It's God. It's about God. It is, and and I come back to the, to the fact that through this whole chapter, I see that I see a brokenness in David and a confidence all at once. You know, verse four, he says, um, Lord, be merciful unto me, heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. At the same time, David is confident in God and is coming boldly before him for help. He's humble. He's, yeah. he's, he's in that state of, I'm nothing without you. And what I see here is the life of faith, a life that's living to put it in New Testament terms, it's the Christ life. It's that constant moment by moment dependence on who Jesus Christ is in me and because of who he is, 
I can keep going because now that's the practical side. You you nailed that without the practical question there. <laughs> so coming out of Psalm forty one, we treat other people good, and we treat them good. We treat them the way we want to be treated. We give to the poor. We give to the police. We take care of the first responders. We take care of people. And then there are those people in our life that we even though we take care of them, they mess us over. They backstab us. They do things. But you know what? We got to get over that. They're out there, man. Uh, and they, they may be people you love. They're people who sat at your table. They're people who ate your food. They're people, and they're the people, you know what it happened to David? It's going to happen to us a couple thousand, a few thousand years later, and plus. And, uh, and, and then we get to this point, I think, where, where, where what you're talking about is uh, uh, how God treats us. God's always just. God's fair. God takes care of our enemies. God sets our face up. But look at this last verse, Stephanie. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting into everlasting. Amen and amen. He's saying, you know what I've learned? I've learned that I got to take care of people. I've learned that people are going to screw me over. I've learned, uh, and, and that's a hard thing to learn, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then I've learned how God treats me and it's fair. It's just, it's right. And then I got to recognize how great he is and praise him and bless him. So with all that in mind, Stephanie, what do we have for a verse? Blessed be the name. I mean, what, what, what's this? I was going to do turn your eyes upon Jesus. Do it. Do it. I think we're ready for a verse of turn your eyes upon Jesus. Oh, soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Savior, and life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. They'll grow whole. Oh, wow. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, folks. Read your Bible, study your Bible, get ahead on Psalms. Listen, we love you, folks. Listen to every word of this. We look forward to seeing you. Have a great 2021. 2020 can get out of here and uh, enjoy your new year. Uh, we'll be back with you folks soon. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly. You must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you.
Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.